My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. I've been teaching yoga since 2011 and I've created this podcast so you can practice anytime, anywhere, hour-long classes, hatha, vinyasa, yin, and gentle yoga. To sustain this podcast, click the link in the show notes to become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month or up to $9.99 a month. This helps me put out new shows every week so you can continue your practice. And if you want to keep in touch with me, visit quietmind.yoga where you can join the email list and hear about all the new classes and upcoming events. Thanks for listening. All right, so let's come down to the back and start there. So just take your time to settle in here. All right, so take this next minute or so to settle in, just take, taking slightly slower, deeper breaths. If you want to make little movements, you can. Otherwise, just laying down in Shavasana, landing, arriving here. It's time to practice. And bring the knees in towards the body to rock a little bit side to side on the back, massaging the back to the floor. And keep your right knee hugging in and let your left leg extend out to the floor. Right knees in, left legs out. And the left leg can just relax here. And we'll basically contract and release a few times throughout all these different areas of the body we're going to focus on. And yoga is all about finding that balance of effort and ease and these two sort of opposite things. So strength and flexibility, opposite things seemingly. Finding these these contractions and then releases in in the left leg now. So just let your left leg lift off the floor, feeling the psoas, the hip flexors contract. And then let the leg relax feeling the tension fade out of the muscles. Again, lift the left leg, holding there, breathing, feeling that contraction, engagement there. And then lower, let it relax. One more time, lifting the left leg, holding and breathing, and let it relax. Feel the tension fade out of the left leg. And we'll switch sides, have the left knee come in, right leg extends straight out. Starting by having this uh, just slight drawing into the left knee, not forcing, not pushing, but allowing the left knee to draw in. And now we'll lift the right leg, holding, breathing here, feeling the contraction through the right hip flexors. And then let the leg relax, feel the tension release. Again, lift the leg, holding. And let it down and relax. Feel the tension fade out of the muscles. One more time, lifting the leg, holding, breathing here. And then lower to release, feeling the tension fade out. Now both knees in towards the body. And one hand on each knee. As you inhale, press the knees forward, arching the low back. As you exhale, pull the knees in, rounding the low back. 
Moving with your breath a few times forward and back, tilting the pelvis, feeling the connection of the low back to the pelvis and the spine, connecting the breath and the movement. And let your feet down to the floor, setting up for a bridge pose so your feet are hips width apart and your fingertips can touch your heels. In the same kind of motion, now peel the spine up off the floor, one vertebrae at a time, inhaling up, and then one vertebrae at a time, exhaling back down. It doesn't matter how high you go, but just that you feel an engagement of the back of the legs and the opening of the hip flexors. The more you can contract the glutes, the more it can help the front of the hips relax. The glutes are hip extensors, so they help that releasing of the tension of the front of the hips. And the next time you come up, we'll stay there and hold and breathe, contracting the glutes towards the ceiling. And also press the heels down. Don't let them actually move back, but as if you're trying to drag your heels back towards your body, this helps contract the hamstrings as well, creating more engagement of the back of the legs, more opening of the front. And slowly lower the spine down, one vertebrae at a time, releasing to the happy baby pose, holding outside of the shins or the feet. And you can rock side to side here. You could start to extend one leg at a time, easing into the hamstrings. And the same sort of contract and release thing we'll do between these two poses. So again, back down to the bridge set up, feet on the floor, hips width apart, and peel the spine up off the floor to bridge. And we'll hold and breathe right there this time. Now, if you want a little more challenge, keep your right foot planted and let your left foot start to lift and maybe straighten the left leg towards the ceiling. Really strong through the right leg the glutes, the hamstrings, and also the outer right hip. And switch legs, right foot lowers, left foot lifts, and maybe extends up towards the ceiling. Hold and breathe here. And then slowly lower down. Lower everything back down to happy baby again, holding outside the feet or the shins. And you could extend one leg at a time. You could rock side to side. easing into stretching the glutes and hamstrings. All right, last time, we'll let the feet back down to the floor, setting up for a bridge pose again, and start to peel the spine up off the floor. You could stay in bridge, or you could have the right foot lift up towards the ceiling adding that strengthening here, holding, breathing, and then switch legs, same thing, left leg extends up, and now both legs up, just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> some of you actually did it though, it's good. <laughs> 
it'll come back down to a happy baby again. And you can straighten one knee at a time, easing into the hamstrings here. Maybe both legs can straighten out a little bit here at this point. And now bring the soles of your feet together down to the mat in bound angle, supine bound angle. So knees are apart, feet are together. And you can just rest the hands on the stomach or arms overhead, any variation of this. Let your knees back together. A little bit of strengthening in this area, the inner hips for a moment here. Just have your knees start to come together, lifting the feet off the floor. Maybe legs come to 90 degrees here. And then lift the head and shoulders, palms face up towards the ceiling. A little bit of strengthening in the neck and shoulders here. In the front of the chest, and the core, the abs, everything sort of contracting towards the center here. You can add a little more by crossing the right knee over the left knee if you want, hugging the legs towards the center, engaging the adductors a little bit. And you can cross the left leg on top if you did that. And then just let everything relax back down to the floor. And you can let your knees just fall side to side. Any movements you want to make in the knees, in the legs, the hips. And we'll come back to the center. Last thing with the legs here on the floor, we'll have the right ankle over the left thigh and hold hands behind the left thigh. And for this one, we can have the left leg extend towards the ceiling, so we add a little hamstring stretch as well, but focusing more on the outer hips for this, the supine pigeon. arms out and put the legs down, switch sides, left ankle over right thigh, holding hands behind the right thigh, and hugging the legs in for pigeon, and you can extend the right leg towards the ceiling to add the hamstring stretch here. Slowly release, feet down. Hug the knees in, rock a little side to side on the back. 
You can either go all the way over to one side to come up or come forward, rocking forward and back a few times. And we'll all eventually make our way up to hands and knees. And have the blankets under the knees. And start to make any movements you like forward and back, side to side, listening to your body. Checking in with the shoulders, the hips, the neck, the spine. And now we'll shift our focus to the upper body for a little bit here. So bring the hands uh, onto the wood floor off of the mat and move left to right into the shoulders. A little internal rotation in the shoulders when you come down. And you can go as far as feels good for you, as long as there's no pain in the shoulder. And then we'll come back to the center. And let your upper back round. Shoulder blades come apart like a cat pose. And then shoulder blades go together like cow pose, but we have this wider base with the hands. So we're focusing a little more on the shoulders. As you exhale, you round the back. So you inhale, extending the spine, shoulder blades together, contracting and releasing in this upper back area in the traps, rhomboids, opening and closing. And then we'll come back to the center and bring the hands under the shoulders. And we'll start to make a rotation here. So right hand stays down, left arm opens up as you inhale towards the ceiling, and exhale to thread through, almost touching down. Continue with your breath a few times, inhaling up and exhaling down, trying to feel a little more focus on the shoulders. So you feel the shoulder blades moving together and apart here. And the next time you come down, we'll stay there and reach from the left shoulder to the left fingertips. Your right hand could stay planted down or it could come in closer to press down near your face to press down in the right hand. Just so you have that point of contact to allow the opening of the upper back. Breathe into the upper back so when you inhale you feel the space between the shoulders expand. When you exhale you feel a little release of tension there. Come back to the center. Hands and knees with the right arm, inhaling up, opening, and then exhaling, threading through, reaching the arm. Continue with your breath, moving a little more focus on the upper back, feeling the scapula moving together and apart, releasing some tension in the neck and shoulder area. Next time you come down, we'll stay there in the twist, reaching actively through the right fingertips straight across, and left hand can press down in front of you. Breathe into the upper back.
Now we'll come back to the center and back to the hands and knees to bring the arms forward. Arms straight as you lower the forehead towards the ground. Shoulder blades move together on the back to open the front of the chest and shoulders. And sometimes with this, it could feel better to have your arms a little wider apart or closer. You kind of feel out where that is for you. Each exhale, softening in the front of the shoulders and the chest, allowing maybe your body sinks down a tiny bit more. And then we'll start to walk the hands back in. And we'll go in the opposite direction with the spine, so rounding the back like cat pose, lifting the upper back towards the ceiling. Walk your hands in a step or two towards the knees to round even more. Now you could stay right here, this is plenty, but if you feel like you've got more room to work with, you could start to bring your hands in closer towards the knees, and maybe even bring the head in towards the knees in that direction. Maybe the head touches the ground and the hands reach back for the heels, and you slightly pull with straight arms to open the upper back. Minimal weight in the head, right? just enough to help you sort of stabilize, but if you are doing that, it's called rabbit pose, and you don't want to put too much weight in the head. But it is a good way to open the upper back if that area is giving you some trouble. It's a big compression, so if it's uncomfortable, just do a little less. And then we'll slowly come out from that back to hands and knees. And now we'll tuck the toes, lift the hips back to down dog, bending one knee at a time, easing into the calves, the hamstrings, back of the legs. A little bit of strengthening for the front of the chest and shoulders where we just stretched a lot. And now forward to a plank position, high push-up, shoulders over the wrists, and you can have one knee down if you need to, otherwise both legs straight, long line of energy from the back heels to the back of the neck. If you have any wrist sensitivity, you could make fists with your hands instead of having the wrist flexed. Holding, breathing here a little bit, building some internal heat, which will help us go deeper into the stretches later. And now let the knees down. Knees wide apart, coming back to a child's pose. And make this a more active child's pose of pressing the hands, pushing the mat away to drive your hips back towards the heels.
come back up to hands and knees. And we'll start to go a little deeper into the hip flexors. So building on what we did at the beginning, we'll have the left foot forward into a low lunge. Right, very similar to that thing we did at the very beginning. And you can have your hands on the floor, on tented fingers, or hands down. Or again, if any there's wrist sensitivity, always make you can always make fists with your hands. So to sort of contract and release the right hip flexors like we did on the floor, we're just going to tuck the right toes and lift the knee to straighten out the leg and contract the right quads, glutes, hip flexors, all that stuff active in the right leg. And then let it all release back down. And let your hips sink a little bit down and forward to stretch into the right hips, right hip flexors. And now again, same thing, it's lifting the knee, straightening out the leg, contracting the right leg, finding the quads, the glutes, even a little bit of the hamstrings, even though the leg's straight. You can have a slight bend in the knee. And then lower everything back down and let the hips sink down and forward again, a little bit deeper stretch maybe. And one more time, lifting the back knee. You can have a micro bend in the knee so you can feel the whole back of the leg, the front of the leg, everything engaged here on the right side. Active muscles and then let everything release. Stretching here. Right hip and hip sinking down and forward. And then we'll slowly come back to the hands and knees and into the other side. So right foot is forward into a lunge. Now the left knee lifts off the floor, contracting, straightening the left leg. Engage the glutes, the thighs, feeling the active left leg, and then let it down into the lunge, into sinking the hips forward and down. Your hands can be framing the right leg or inside the right leg. Either way is fine. Whatever feels most stable for you. Again, we'll lift the left knee, contracting, engaging the leg. And then lower, releasing. Feeling the tension fade out. Last time, lifting the knee, contracting, strengthening, engaging. And then lower and release. Now to Malasana, so you step your left foot up towards the left edge of your mat, bending both knees, hips lower into a low squatting position, your hands come to the heart. If that doesn't quite work, you can always have your heels lifting here, that makes it a little easier, or it can be up a little higher, right? bending less deep into the hips. Wherever you're at, hold and breathe. Right, if you can, the hands come together, elbows inside the knees. And just like the bound angle we did on the floor, so the inner hips are opening. And then we'll start to slowly lift the hips to forward fold. And you can have as much bend in the knees as you need to here. If there's any back pain, let your knees bend a lot to support that. But if you're okay in the back, you can hold opposite elbows, let the head hang down. Any variation of this, you can hold on to the legs.
And then we'll slowly roll up the spine to stand. So basically we're going to contract and release the back of the legs, kind of like we did on the floor as well. So to do that, first we want to find mountain pose where your toes lift and spread out. And you can lean your weight a little bit forward and back and side to side to find where center is. And feel centered in the middle here. We'll lean into the right leg a little bit to bend the left knee. Heel comes towards the tail, so you're not going to grab the foot. Just going to bend the knee so you feel a contraction engagement of the left hamstrings. And as if you're trying to press your foot against like a wall behind you, still with the bent knee, but you're pushing the leg slightly back and up. And you can even poke around with your left hand if you don't, if you're not sure, if you don't quite feel the hamstrings. But we want to feel the activation of those muscles here. And then slowly lower back down. Find your center again. And then lean to the left, bending the right knee. So feeling for that contraction of the hamstrings, those muscles engaging and strengthening. Focus your gaze at a single spot to help with the balance. And then lower the leg back down. And we'll come back to a forward fold here. Any variation of this stretching where we just strengthened and contracted the legs. And maybe it feels a little more open, a little easier to fold. Again, you can take any variation of this. Knees bending as much as you need to. You could hold elbows. You could have your hands holding on the calves, slightly pulling yourself down. And now with a bend in the knees, slowly roll up the spine to stand. Again, balancing here. So starting with mountain pose, and then lean into the right leg. Left knee bends. And if you want a little more challenge for your balance, you can keep that bend in the knee just as it is, but start to hinge forward at the right hip, more like warrior three, but still with the bent left knee. It's adding a little bit of stretch on the right leg too if you start to fold forward like that. And then we'll come back up to stand. Resetting the legs, shift into your left foot, right knee bends, contracting, and then any amount, maybe you start to hinge forward at the left hip. Focus your gaze at a single spot. The most important part of what we're doing here is just feeling a contraction in your right leg. So you want to feel the activation of those muscle fibers. It's what will allow them to release tension. And then we'll come back up to stand and fold at the waist again, maybe this time a tiny bit further, maybe a little more open in the legs. We'll hold and breathe here about 40 seconds. No effort in the neck.
slowly start to come back up. And now here we'll shift our focus a little bit. So mountain pose, resetting the legs, centering again. Arms overhead, grab your left wrist for a side bend to your right. Holding, breathing here, allowing more space between the left ribs. When you inhale, there's an expansion there. When you exhale, release of tension in the ribs. Next inhale, come back up to center and exhale to the other side, holding onto the right wrist, breathing into the right ribs. back to the center, arms still extending overhead, reaching through the ring fingers towards the ceiling, and then bend the elbow, shoulders down the back, lifting the heart, shoulder blades moving towards each other, and interlace the hands behind the back, reach the arms any amount away from the body and the heart forward, and you can let your neck move a little bit. Side to side here, stretching the traps a little bit forward and back in the neck. And then we'll keep the hands interlaced as you fold at the waist with the hands coming overhead. Now bend the left knee, turn the left shoulder towards the left knee, opening the outer right hip. to the other side, bend the right knee, right shoulder dips down, left shoulder opens, left leg is straight. And then to the center, both legs straight, last little bit here with arms still coming overhead. And slowly release the arms down. Bend in the knees to a chair pose, which could be hands on the thighs or hands together in front of the heart or arms extended in a Y shape. Any amount bending in the knees, heel, or sorry, uh, hips down towards the ground. And then slowly come back up to stand. Inhale to reach the arms all the way up. And exhale to come down. And we'll go into our last big forward fold here by coming to your left. All ten toes facing out to the left to a wide-legged forward fold. So you can have the hands on the thighs, hands on the shins. Maybe hands come to the floor, folding at the waist here. Letting go of any effort in the neck. You can take any variation of this holding on to the legs or walking the hands back or holding opposite elbows. This is a hamstring stretch, but it's also for the nervous system and just getting the head below the heart. It's always nice to kind of reset the mind. And just like you came in, slowly start to come out, maybe hands on the legs, coming back up to standing. 
and turn towards the front of the mat. And then we'll lower back to downward facing dog here. Now, last little deep stretch into the calves and hamstrings. Let your left knee bend and press the right heel towards the floor. Maybe it comes a little bit closer towards the floor, just holding on that one side for a moment. And then switch legs, same thing. And then back down to the hands and knees. And if it's okay for you, have a knees together, arms reaching back, child's pose, palms facing up. If that doesn't feel good, though, have the knees apart and arms forward like we did before. This knees together version can be nice to open the tension in the upper back a little more. But if it's uncomfortable, then just do the other version. Come back up to the hands and knees. A little bit of balancing here. So we'll have the right hand come a little forward, turning out to side plank. Your right foot turns out to the floor. Left leg is straight back, left arm over the right. And now maybe you lift the left leg towards parallel to the floor here. Strengthening, contracting outer hips. Strengthening core, balance, stability. And slowly back to the center again. Hands and knees. Left hand a little forward. Side plank to this side. Right arm over left. Right leg lifts. Strong, balanced, stable. And then back to the hands and knees. Now we'll have the right leg go straight back and bend the right knee. So you're, like you're trying to put your right footprint towards the ceiling. And then left arm reaches forward, holding, breathing here. So we're balancing, but we also want to find that contraction engagement of the right hamstrings again. Slowly release back to the hands and knees to the other side. Left leg back, right arm forward. Bend the left knee. Contract the hamstrings as if you're trying to put your footprint on the ceiling, lifting through the left leg with that bend in the knee. Awesome. Holding that, maintaining that engagement there. And slowly lower back down. Press your right foot straight back so the ball of the foot presses into the ground, getting into the calves specifically in the right leg. And then we'll switch that up. So right knee down, left leg back, pressing into the ball of the left foot. 
and then back down, hands and knees. So again, right foot forward into a low lunge. This time, we'll start to shift the hips back into half split. So your right toes start to turn up towards the ceiling. You might need to adjust your, your left knee a little bit to find the right spot with this. Your hands can be on the floor to help you with the stability here. And your right leg is going towards straight. Right toes point towards the knee to stretch into the right hamstrings. And we'll start to come forward and to the other side, same thing. Left foot forward to a low lunge. Hips start to shift back into half splits. Left toes flex back towards the knee. Left leg is straight. And then back up, back to the hands and knees. And move your blanket out to the side, come down to your stomach here on the mat. Have your right arm reach straight ahead and roll onto the right side of the body. Have your left foot land on the floor behind you so you can stabilize with your left foot and bring the right hand, sorry, your left hand to your left shoulder and make circles in all movements, all directions. You can add movements of the straight arm, wrist, elbows, reaching, anything that feels good for the left shoulder, moving the fluid and the joints, moving in all directions easily smooth no resistance here if there is if there are tender spots just making the movements a little smaller not forcing through any of that just getting everything feeling really easy to move in the shoulders or at least a little bit easier than it was when we started now let your left hand land on the floor and we'll do that same thing with your left leg so making movements in the hip the knee ankle, anything that feels good for you, all directions, all kinds of movements here in the left leg, everything becoming easier to move, more fluid. And then back down, all the way down to the belly. Roll onto your left side left arms forward and we'll do that same thing on this side so right foot lands on the floor first behind you moving the right shoulder arm wrist anything that feels good in the right side the right arm becoming really easy to move and then let the right hand land on the floor for balance Start to move the right leg, hip, knee, all directions.
then come back down to the belly. Locust pose, reaching the arms back, lifting the heart, lifting the legs. And again, you can have a slight bend in the knees, contracting hamstrings. Shoulder blades move each, towards each other, contracting upper back, traps, rhomboids. Hold and breathe here, last little bit. And slowly release down, let everything relax, turn the head to one side, letting go of effort in the back of the body. Now locust pose one more time, same thing, reaching the arms back, lifting the heart, lifting the legs, slight bend in the knees. And for the shoulders, it often feels best to have your palms face down towards the floor and then turn your thumbs up towards the ceiling so there's external rotation in the shoulders. And slowly lower everything down, let everything relax. Turning the head to the other side. Feeling the effort, the tension fade out of the back of the body. back to the hands and knees. Again, you can have the blanket under the knees for support here. And we'll come to hands and knees for a cat-cow. So as you inhale, lift the heart, lift the tail, extending the spine. And as you exhale, round the back, tucking the tail in, tucking the chin in, moving at your own pace, inhaling forward, exhaling back. Doesn't matter how fast or big the movement is, just that you feel this ability to move the spine, connecting the breath and the movement. And then we'll start to come back to a kneeling position, so sitting up on the knees. And a little a camel pose here. So we'll have the hands on the low back, fingers pointing down, elbows pointing towards each, or moving towards each other, and the shoulder blades moving towards each other on the back. So this helps to open the chest and shoulder area. So keep that as you start to lift the chin towards the ceiling. Hands uh, supporting you really strong in the low back. Now you can have your toes tucked uh, as if you're, like you're going to down dog, and you could maybe reach back your right hand to your right heel. If that hurts your low back, just skip it, right? But if you feel okay, go back to one hand. But if you feel okay there, you can go back to both hands, lifting the heart. Either way, it's pretty much the same pose, just a little more depth if you can reach the feet. But don't push it, right? You don't need to hurt yourself here. And then slowly come out the way you came in with control. And let everything release to knees apart. Child's pose again, forehead down. Releasing the back.
And then we'll come back to hands and knees. And once again, opening the upper back area in this area. So letting your hands start to walk in towards the knees as you round the back like cat pose. And you could stay there, or again, you could take any variation of this along the way towards rabbit, where the head starts to come down and the hands go towards the heels. Any pain in the back or neck, though, and then just skip it and go back a step or two so it feels sustainable. But if you can reach the heels, then straight arms, opening the upper back, letting the upper back round a lot here to get into that area. And then we'll slowly come out the way you came in. Back to hands and knees. And again to cat-cow, inhaling cow pose, lowering the belly. <coughs> Exhaling cat pose, rounding the back. And you can add little movements to this. You can go side to side, feeling things out. Maybe a little easier to move the spine, a little more mobile in the hips, spine, shoulders, back neck right, and one more thing on the belly here now so we'll just move our blanket over to the side again and come down to a sphinx pose with the forearms down and the arms are like shoulder width apart and let your shoulders shrug up towards the ears into the traps and let your head just kind of hang down towards the mat. You can move your head left to right here. It's just moving one direction at a time in the neck and then forward and back, lifting the chin, lowering the chin. And then a little side to side, ear towards the shoulder. If there's ever sensitive spots, just make the movement a little slower and smaller. And then last thing, now drawing a circle with the nose. Keeping this contraction of the upper traps as you move the neck around any way that feels good for you. And let that relax. Come back to hands down and back to sitting. You'll find a comfortable seated posture. You can have your blanket under the tail. And we'll just focus on the neck and shoulders here for a moment. Starting with the comfortable seated posture, moving the chin towards the ceiling, lifting the chin, and then lowering the chin towards the chest. Everything below the neck stays pretty neutral. Just lifting and lowering the chin. Now adding resistance here, pressing the hand to the forehead as you try to lower the chin, contracting the muscles of the neck. Hold that contraction and breathe here. And then bring the hand to the back of the neck or the back of the head, and try to lift the chin towards the ceiling, strengthening the muscles of the neck. And then slowly remove the hand, 
And again, lift the chin towards the ceiling and then chin towards the chest. Moving forward and back a couple times. Maybe it feels a little smoother in the neck. And then back to center, turning left to right. Just the rotation of the neck. And now add resistance on one side, pressing the hand to the head. You feel the muscles of the neck contract. Good breathing, just staying steady with the breath, even though there's a lot of resistance here. And then we'll switch sides, same thing. Trying to turn the head, but the hand is blocking the movement, helping the muscles of the neck contract and engage. And then remove the hand and move the neck left to right again. Allowing the neck to move smooth and freely. And we'll come back to the center, moving laterally now, so ear towards the shoulder. Side to side. And then adding resistance on one side. And then on the other side, switching. And now moving again, laterally in the neck. Now drawing a big circle with the nose, last movement here for the neck. In all directions, any way that feels good. If you can open the jaw and make a yawning motion, that can help the neck relax a lot here too. Going both directions. Avoiding any sensitive spots. Not forcing through anything here, just finding the smoothest, easiest range of motion and direction of movement. And then back to center. Let's come down to the back. And bring the knees in to rock a little side to side on the back here. strengthening here as well so we'll let the head just lift off the floor not too much maybe an inch or two and so not quite doing a sit-up just more just the head is lifting here to strengthen the neck holding for a moment if you want a little more challenge with this you could have the legs to straighten out to a low boat pose the palms up beside you or knees can bend in low boat pose so any version of that, but really the focus on the neck for right now. A little bit longer here. If you need to rest, you can. And then slowly let the head sink back down to the floor. And bring the knees into the right in a simple twist, turning the head to the left. 
And we'll do a sort of lift and release of the head and neck, just like we did with the legs at the beginning. So let your head just lift for a second, feel the muscles contract, and then let your head relax back down, feel the tension fade out. Two more times, lifting and lowering. And last time, now lift the head and lower, releasing. Bring the knees in over to the left side. Turn the head to the right. And then we'll have the head lift here for a second or two. And then lower, releasing the tension. Lift the head. And lower, releasing, feeling the tension fade out. Last time, lift. And then lower, releasing. Bring the legs back to center and let the legs out. Shavasana, final resting pose. Make any last little movements or adjustments you'd like here to feel fully rested. couple minutes to just be still noticing the breath feeling the support of the ground beneath you
Now start to move the fingers and toes, hands and feet, arms and legs. Eventually come over to one side and then back up to sitting. our practice the way we started, sitting up with the hands now together at the heart, following the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.